Hey, what's up, Peppa? Hey, it's Aaron Watson, everybody. What's up, boss? Hey, let's pick up from where I last saw you at the end of March at the Texas 3R Music Awards there, picking up a nice little trophy yeah. for uh, Entertainer of the Year. Yeah, that was that was a really nice evening. They did a great job. I enjoyed, you know, getting to see so many of those artists that I, I'm friends with. And, you know, a lot of times you don't get to see a lot of your fellow artists because you're all out kind of doing your own thing, so... That was a fun night. You know, it was kind of a wild year for me last year, going from uh, having surgery on my vocal cords and not being able to sing for, I don't know, four months to winning Entertainer of the Year. That was that was just really nice. The love and support from so many of y'all, you know, uh, for us independent Texas artists, it's really nice. I mean, it's we're very blessed. I know you were feeling pretty blessed to come out of the other side of that vocal surgery. I mean, that had to be a, a yeah. scary time. Scary time for you and everybody involved. You know, I don't know. I'm, I'm thankful that I'm okay. But I, I remember, you know, I was flying to Birmingham to the hospital up there where there's one of the top specialists in the country. And uh, at UAB, it's a big, big, big hospital. And, you know, you go into this big hospital and that the part of the hospital where I'm sitting waiting to see the doctor is uh, literally you have to walk through the oncology. You know, just the surroundings kind of put things into perspective, and um, I'm very thankful to be back out on the road doing what I love. But, man, there are so many people out there who who have it so much worse than me, and they're fighting for their lives. And so I think those were some those were some little lessons for me. You know, like I I had thought, like, hey, if I can't sing anymore, what will I do? You know, I'm a I've got some I'm a pretty I'm a pretty smart businessman, you know, and I can run a mower and a weed eater. (laughs) So I mean, you know, you know, I I could I could my landscaping business. I think it would take off. (laughs) You know. Yes, sure, sure. It made me hungrier than I've ever been before. I think between getting shut down for COVID on, on, from a commercial standpoint, we were on a pretty, uh, we, we were, we were kicking some booty mm-hmm. like no other independent artist has ever done. And a decade worth of top 10 billboard albums. And all of a sudden COVID hit between that. And then me having a uh, surgery on my vocal cords, man, I'm hungrier than I've ever been. I'm more driven than I've ever been. And hey, I, and we got you in our corner, bro. So we're good. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. You know, I'm always uh, proud to be a, a small piece of the puzzle. So, uh, oh, dude, you're. You know what? If if the rest of country radio was like you, dude, I'd be I'd be bigger. And, uh, you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't know who, but I'd be bigger. Yeah. So. <laughs> Let's talk about Cover yeah. Girl. This. This idea, I mean, you told me in Texas that you the album was coming out. It was going to be a cover uh, cover album, and I, I was excited because I don't think enough country artists do covers of people that were huge influences for yeah. them in general. Yeah. But you've taken it a step further, and you're going to do it for the women who have influenced you. It was a spinoff of things that me and my daughter have been talking about. She's 13. She loves to sing, and she loves to write, and... She plays a little piano and a little guitar, and um, 
we were just talking about a bunch of the female artists who have influenced my career. Rock artists to country to just singer-songwriters. You know, we would go through and we would talk about, you know, hey, this is a song that Nancy Griffith wrote, and you know, and then another great artist recorded it, uh, Kathy Matea, or, you know, this this girl wrote this. Her name's Chrissy Hines. She had this really cool, like, rock band called The Pretenders. You know, of course, there's talks about, you know, the Judds, talks about Dolly, Roseanne Cash, and just, you know, Emmy Lou and Cindy Lauper, and just stuff like that. You know, it's one of those things where, honestly, it, there's going to have to be a volume two, you know, down the road. <laughs> and, there's too uh, many. There's too many. You know, there's just too many, but it was fun. It's been a fun project. I was trying to explain your relationship with your daughter. The best way I described it is she owns you. You want to talk about yeah. daddy's little girl? She owns yeah, you. Yeah, she she really takes advantage of the situation. <laughs> um, she she does. What's crazy is that Jolie wanted me to sing a Taylor Swift song, and she would say, what about this song, and what about this song? And I'd be like, I'm not going to sing that song. And she'd be like, why? I'd go, because that's a song about a boy breaking Taylor's heart. And I'm not going to sing a song about a boy breaking my heart. <laughs> like, I'm not sorry. And then she'd be like, oh, yeah, okay. So she kind of started to get it. And then we were searching. And, man, that song, Never Grow Up, is just, man, it's just a beautiful song. I mean, mm -hmm. Taylor wrote it, you know. But I'll tell you this. I go through and I have to learn a lot of these Taylor Swift songs to help my daughter figure things out, right? Sure. There's a reason why that, that woman sold 220,000 tickets a couple of weekends ago in Dallas. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, it's just like, wow. Now, you know, is she on my workout playlist? No. <laughs> but the problem is that I don't get to listen to my playlist much. When, when Jolie gets in my truck or, or my Jeep, remember I had one guy send me a message. He was like, dude, seriously, I never thought you would record a Taylor Swift song. Like, really, bro? <laughs> and I literally sent him a text message back, and I said, dude, someday, if you're ever blessed enough to have a daughter, you'll come back and you'll apologize for, for what you just said. Because... I, I wore heart-shaped sunglasses and a cardigan sweater to a Taylor Swift concert because that's what Jolie told me I was going to wear. <laughs> but what she'll remember someday is her dad just being, like, all about having fun and being there in that moment with her. So, And that's, yeah. the, that's the most knows, important thing. She, dude, she, she knows I'm an idiot, so she, <laughs> she, she knows – she knows what she's getting into. I just love it. I love it. I love the relationship you have with the kids too, because you got ball players, you got singers, and and uh, oh, it's just fun. So much it going is, on. It's so fun, man. I that's that is my favorite thing in the world is being a dad. I I never thought that would be the case, but the second they showed up, I was I was all in, man. All in. So, all in. Well, we're, we're all in on you next week at uh, Barrel House Brewing in Paso. Aaron Watson, cannot wait to uh, see you again and hear the band and hear that new hunger. and, and um, Absolutely.
Right. Onward and upward, my friend. Yeah, you know, so I'm going to be hanging out after the show. I don't know if you know this, but with the purchase of every ticket, uh, you get a free hug after the show. So <laughs> Free hugs. Yes. Free hugs. Free hugs. Free hugs with the purchase of a ticket. So <laughs> man, we're excited. So everybody needs to come out. We're going to have fun. I'm excited to be back in your neck of the woods, brother. Awesome. And we're always excited to have you. So travel safe uh, and uh, have a good show tonight, and we'll see you on Wednesday. All right, brother. Have a good one.